And this is a quote from Mahatma Gandhi. He says this, and you may have heard this quote before. He says, I like your Christ. I do not like your Christians. Your Christians are so unlike your Christ. In our last episode, we looked at the philosophical arguments against hypocritical Christians. And today, Pastor David will continue with the psychological argument. And this is a powerful episode. Here's Pastor David. Hypocrisy does cause many people to have a psychological objection to Christianity. This is going to be closer to Gandhi's objection that we read about, right? Gandhi's objection was to the fact that some Christians he was familiar with did not act much like Jesus Christ. And so he wasn't saying, because of that, Christianity is untrue. He wasn't making a statement about the truth claims of Christianity. What was he saying? He's saying that Christianity is unattractive to him because the people act in an unattractive way. Now, I think that's a real objection, too. I think that's a real objection, too. But it implies something that we got to be fair about. It implies that Gandhi understood that Jesus is the ideal, that Jesus Christ is the one we're supposed to be acting like. And that's very important to understand that that's what Christianity is about. It's about becoming more like Jesus, right? That's the, that's the life that a Christian is supposed to be leading, okay? But if you're going to fault Christianity because the people are supposed to become more and more like Jesus, before you criticize an individual Christian for the fact that they seem quite far away from that standard, I think that it's only fair that you have all the facts about that Christian, right? Because there's a context here. For, for instance, someone might come to me and say something like, did you see so-and-so from your church, their Facebook post? That girl was wearing a super revealing outfit and she wrote a cuss word on there. And I'm like, oh, she was wearing clothes and she only used one cuss word? That's amazing. You should have seen this girl a year ago, right? It makes a difference what was going on a year ago if we're talking about a process of becoming more like Christ, right? So you can look at somebody's behavior and say, that's not like Christ. But if you don't know where they came from, you can't criticize where they are if you want to be fair, right? If you want to be fair. In context, sometimes people only surrender their lives to Jesus when they have tried every other way to be in control of their own lives and failed, which means that Christianity gets some people like me, some people who are really wicked, big sinners, who came to Christ recognizing that they had nowhere else to go. They had nothing else they could do. They could never make it right themselves. They understood the weight of their sin, and they came understanding what Christ has done to forgive us of our sins. Now, because of that, there are going to be a lot of people who are Christians who are starting out from a very, 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 very long way from the ideal of what it looks like to be like Jesus Christ. And so progress, progress towards that is an indicator that Christianity is true. But you can't judge the progress unless you know the starting point, right? You have to know the starting point. So if their people are starting as really big sinners and they're becoming less and less of sinners, then that's good and actually evidence for the Christian faith. You might not personally have a problem with some particular sin. 
And so you see somebody who claims to be a Christian who's doing that sin, and you're disgusted that this person who's supposed to be becoming like Christ is doing this thing. But if they're struggling with that thing less now than they were before, then they are becoming more like Christ. And maybe for some of them, the problem they started with was hypocrisy. Maybe some people came in and they were really, really big hypocrites, right? Then the question is not, are there Christians that are hypocrites? The question is, are the people who are serious Christians becoming hypocrites less often? If that's true, then their hypocrisy may actually, in context, be an indicator that Christianity is true. Because last year they were an even bigger hypocrite. This year they're a smaller hypocrite and we're looking forward to next year hoping they're going to even be smaller, right? Because that's the Christian way. And so if you're going to object to it, if you're going to object to it, you have to object to it in context. We are not claiming, Christian believers are not claiming perfection. That's not it. We're claiming imperfection and the power of the Holy Spirit drawing us, drawing us, drawing us to more and more and more perfection. That's how you can judge Christianity. You cannot just take a slice of time in a person and say, because they did this bad thing, therefore they, Christianity must be false. Or Christianity is very unattractive to me. That would be unfair. Here's the truth. Christians are not the standard. Christ is the standard. Anyone who tells you different... Anyone who tells you that becoming a Christian means that you're going to be perfect and that all Christians are perfect and that if you just come to their church, say some prayer and do something, you're going to be perfect right then too. That person is trying to control or use you. It's a lie. It's not in here. Not even close. So don't judge Christianity based on that. Okay? Christian hypocrisy is like any sin by a Christian. It's something they need to confess and repent and move on from. For those of you who would reject Christ's church because there are sinners there, I would ask you to search yourself and ask yourself this question. Were you coming to church when you were checking out Christianity so that you could follow a person because you thought you were going to find perfect people there and you were going to follow some person? Or were you looking for God? Because if you're looking for God, then judging a person who you probably don't know very well, you probably don't know much about their life, where they came from, where they're going, and so on, is not the right way to judge God, right? And I'd ask you this, should people reject all the things that you believe if you make a mistake, act like a hypocrite, treat someone poorly, do something like that? Should, should someone reject all the things you believe is untrue if you do that? Do you have standards in your own mind? Those who would be skeptical here, do you have standards in your own mind for how you should behave? Do you ever fail to meet those standards? Does that mean that your moral system is untrue because you didn't keep it perfectly? Of course not. We don't hold ourselves to these kind of standards. I don't think it's fair to hold Christianity in general to that kind of a standard. Rejecting Christ who proved himself to be God by dying, by rising again from the dead, rejecting him because someone who follows him or claims to follow him does something wrong doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. First of all, by calling a Christian a hypocrite, you're admitting you believe Christianity is about doing what's right. Or else the person wouldn't be a hypocrite by what they were doing. You believe that Christianity is actually about what's right. 
That's why you're frustrated with their hypocrisy, right? It's because you know that Christianity actually has the right moral system that you're able to judge someone as a hypocrite who's a Christian, right? You're mad about the lie that's implied in hypocrisy, and you should be. You should be mad about that, okay? But it is only from God that you could ever get the idea that lying is wrong or that hypocrisy is wrong in the first place. Without him, you have no basis, no standard upon which to judge what's right and wrong. Therefore, when you're calling someone a hypocrite, you're admitting a number of things. I believe in objective standards. I believe this person's failing to meet them. I'm mad about this hypocrisy. Okay, great. Here's the deal. God's more frustrated with hypocrisy than you are. And you can read all about it. You can read all about it. You should not reject God or Jesus Christ or Christianity because some people lie. Okay? You should run to him and live the Christian walk the right way, not avoid it. That doesn't make sense. If you know that Christianity is about what's right, and you're admitting that by calling Christians who do wrong things hypocrites, which suggests in the very sentence that Christianity is about what is right, you should be running towards it, not away from it. Okay? And like I say, God, he'll tell you very clearly what he thinks about hypocrisy. You can read some very colorful language that God uses to describe the Israelites when they're acting like hypocrites. There are younger people in here, and I won't use some of it, okay? But he's very serious about it. Ananias and Sapphira in the book of Acts literally dropped dead because of their hypocrisy, okay? Jesus called the Pharisees out constantly and in a major way. Again, some very colorful language was used to call Pharisees to account for hypocrisy. And we just read about Paul calling Peter out for his hypocrisy. Okay, the Bible's not soft on hypocrisy. It's hard on it. And you should be too, I admit that. But that only shows that you agree with the Bible. Not that it's untrue. The fact that you're upset with hypocrisy puts you on the same side as God, not against him. It's not evidence that God doesn't exist. It's evidence that he does because there are objective moral standards and that he's right about them because you agree that hypocrisy is wrong, and that's what he says too. There are some people who say that they agree with the Bible, okay? That they, even, they would even say, I'm a Christian, but they actually reject Christ's church because of hypocrisy. But here's the problem with that, okay? For those of you who, who um, know people who have this objection, here's the problem with it who would say, I won't go to church, I won't find a church because there are hypocrites there. The problem is, is that if, when you do that, if you claim to be a Christian, you claim to believe in God, you're becoming a hypocrite yourself. Because if you're a Christian, you believe the Bible is true, then you know that you're commanded to be a part of Christ's body, his church. And so by keeping yourself out of it because you're frustrated there are hypocrites there, you're actually becoming a hypocrite, saying that you're a Christian, you believe the Bible, but going against what it tells you you're supposed to do. That's not the way out. That's not the solution. If you're frustrated with hypocrisy in the church, then get involved. Go help your brothers and sisters in Christ to stop being hypocritical. If you're a skeptic, and so this doesn't apply to you on the side of going to church, look to Jesus for the answer for what Christianity is about. Okay, Look to Scripture. Look to Jesus. Not to the behavior of people who claim to be Christians. That's not the way to find out what's true. God either exists or he does not exist. Jesus is either the son of God or he is not. Jesus either rose from the dead or he did not. 
These are factual assertions, and they're true or they're not true. My hypocrisy has nothing to do with whether those claims are true or not. Nothing to do with it. But that doesn't mean that hypocrisy for believers isn't a big deal. It is. It's a big deal. Listen, this is for the Christians who are sitting here. Whether it is an argument that people should use or not to reject going to church or to reject God, whether it's got good philosophical basis, okay, it is an argument that people use, and they use it a lot. And here's the thing about it. You can object to it on philosophical grounds. You can object that it's not a good argument, and I do. But here's the thing. You actually have control over whether the argument has any power. You have control over that, which is to say the obvious. If you don't act like a hypocrite, and you help your brothers and sisters in Christ not to act like hypocrites, no one can argue that the truth claims of Christianity are false because of your hypocrisy, because it wouldn't be there. The reason that this has constant fuel is because sometimes we don't get as serious as we need to about hypocrisy in our own lives. Usually, and here at this church, our position is this. We understand and admit that we are still sinners and that we're in the process of becoming more like Jesus. We're in the process of becoming more holy. We don't claim to be perfect. I certainly don't claim to be perfect. I don't know anybody in this church who's claiming that right now. If there was somebody claiming that, we'd have to have a talk, okay? People usually don't get upset about that. If you're honest and real with somebody, not trying to act like you're perfect, just saying, hey, listen, I still struggle. Here's my thing. What I found is that in Christ, in Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit, I have found my desires changing. I have found myself growing more and more holy, more and more like Jesus. That's what it's been like for me. But if you sit there and harshly judge other people and put yourself in this category of a Christian, a good Christian, and you lift yourself above other people, and you're unkind and you're unloving and you're uncompassionate towards them, and they connect that to the fact that you think you're something special because you're a Christian, then you are dishonoring the one who you claim to love and serve. And you are giving ammo to this person to continue to reject Christ, to continue to reject the truth claims. Maybe not on a philosophical basis, but because it just seems so dang unattractive to hang out with people who are acting like that. And I don't blame somebody who feels that way. People don't like pretenders. They don't. That's to say liars. And hypocrites are liars. They say one thing and they do something else. It's ugly. For those of you who would use hypocrisy as a skeptic to claim that you have a strong argument against Christianity, frankly, I disagree with you. You don't have a good argument. Okay, it's either a form of ad hominem, which is a common fallacy, or it fails to understand the actual truth claims of Scripture. Scripture doesn't promise perfection in Christians. It only promises a process for becoming more like Jesus as we follow him. Okay? But for those who are claiming to be Christians, do not be a hypocrite. You are giving a bad name to Christianity. You are making Christianity unattractive. You're dishonoring Jesus Christ. And, the, and he's the one who you claim to believe in and follow and love. He's the one who died for your sins. He's the one where your forgiveness is. And when you act like a hypocrite, you are literally 
literally dragging his name through the mud as it applies to you as a believer. And that's not good, okay? For those of you who have left the church, okay, whether you're watching this on video, whether you're here this morning and you just happen to come back and check this out, and you've left the church because of the hypocrisy and the sin of those who claim to follow Christ, I invite you back. I invite you back. For those who are around here, I invite you to Axe Church. If you're in this, you know, Portland, Vancouver, Camas, Washougal area, come to Axe, okay? For those of you who are watching the video from some place far away, and we do have people who watch very far away, find a strong Bible-teaching church and give it another try. Give it another shot. Help those who are hypocrites. Model the right behavior. Maybe you can reform that church rather than rejecting it. We're all sinners, okay? We're all sinners, but when we're in Christ, we're growing day by day in him. Hypocrisy is not a reason to reject God and run away from him. It's a reason to accept God and run toward him because he agrees with you that hypocrisy is wrong. Because he's the only one who can judge those who are hypocrites and actually bring justice to those who are using his name inappropriately. And he's the only one who can forgive them and me and you from our sin. The Apostle Paul makes the distinction clear for all of us. This is 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 1, and we read this. Imitate me just as I also imitate Christ. Listen, he's not saying imitate me as I do my own thing because I'm, I'm perfect, I'm awesome, I never make, make mistakes. He knows he's a sinner. He knows he will make mistakes. He's not putting the truth of the Christian faith on his own behavior. He's saying imitate me as I imitate Christ. If he's not imitating Christ, don't imitate him because he's not the standard. It's the same for us, okay? It's the same for all Christ followers. Christ is the standard. We're just unprofitable servants growing in our knowledge of him and our relationship with him and in our holiness through his power in the Holy Spirit. That's who we are. If some leader in some church somewhere tells you he's perfect, that all Christians are perfect, run. Okay? Bad things are coming. But if you understand the true claims of Christianity, you will understand that the hypocrisy of people who claim to be Christians is not a reason to reject Christ. So, is this a legitimate argument? Yes and no. Okay? It's not an argument that's legitimate against the truth claims of Christianity, but it is a serious, and I mean a serious, wake-up call to those who claim to follow Christ that we need to walk in truth and not lie with the things we say or the things that we do. Some pretty heavy stuff today. Are you ready to give the church another try because of the truth you've heard? Well, let me invite you to come see us here at Axe Church in Vancouver, Washington. Do you still have questions about all this or maybe other objections to faith that you'd like some answers for? Come see us. Get easy directions at axechurchnw.org or give us a call at 360-885-9000. We'd love to help you find truth, peace, and life. Thanks for listening, and we'll look for you here again next time for more with Pastor David Robinson on Contemplate.